0: Freaks of nature, well then, come on down to Captain Spaulding's Museum of Monsters and Madmen. <laughs> yeah, see the alligator boy, ride my famous murder ride. Most of all, don't forget to take
1: home some of my tasty fried chicken. Ha <laughs> ha!
0: It just tastes a so damn good. Mm.
1: What's up, y'all? I'm Nolan Tuck. Stacy Glover. You're listening to Cinema Parlor. Stacey, how you doing? I'm good.
0: We also have Melanie here. She's basically a co-host as well. You know, you
1: do this to me sometimes where I think we have a thing down, you know? Like, we introduce ourselves, have right. a small second of chatter, and then I'm like, by the way, we have a guest today. But you just, you just went right for it. You've done this a couple times. Just mess with that flow. You, co-host?
2: You, no, I, I said this last time. I'm not a co-host. Triple host. Not we're a three-host. Not, not an official co-host. And he he does do this. He does do this every single Stacey time. Stacey
1: spilled the beans. Melanie, how you doing?
2: <laughs> I'm very well. Thank you very much for having me on Nolan Talk.
1: Absolutely. Fall has arrived, everyone. We're gonna we're gonna enjoy some spooky movies here the next number of episodes. So that's pretty exciting. Today's episode. What's everybody drinking? I'm having an Elysian Night
0: Owl. It is their pumpkin beer. Mm -hmm. It is fairly tasty.
2: Could you explain the notes in that?
1: I will not speak of notes. I'll tell you this. Now, this is a very good beer. I have two drinks. I am also drinking a a Night Owl as well. I'll explain the other. You're going to talk about our other drink. But I will say the Elysian Night Owl is very tasty
2: I think it's one of the... To have I with don't, like,
1: a sweet treat.
2: Yeah, I don't like beer. It's not my thing. Mm-hmm. I love this beer. It's so delicious. It's
1: great on its own, and mm-hmm. it's like a dessert beer, if there's yeah. such a thing. Because and it matches so well with, like... I've had cookies, cupcakes,
2: oh. whatever.
1: They're, it's all... It's just, a man. A boy who
2: loves a treat. It
1: really just hits those flavor notes. Yeah, I
2: would say these and the, of- the O'Fallon... There's Mm. a cream pumpkin, like a whipped pumpkin. Oh, yeah. Delicious, delicious. You know,
0: I mostly just eat all the meat while I'm drinking the beer. Okay. You eat And, and and, you know, it's a good meat-eaten
1: beer. Yeah. Okay, well. Cool. Melanie, uh, tell us about this drink that you and I are sipping on here.
2: i call this, because I didn't think of a thing for it. So it's the blueberry. It's a very purpley drink. It's blueberry and mint, a little bit of lemon, and some clear rum. And it's delicious. Mm.
1: First taste, lovely. Isn't it? It's Man, really- I really enjoy that mint in it's there. It's refreshing. That is it's really very, good.
2: It's more of like a a summer drink, but you know.
1: Hey, that's all right. I, I enjoy it very much. That's very good. I'm gonna enjoy, uh, you know, feeling feeling good maybe down it with a nice bowl of agatha krispies nice <laughs> that's a little teaser for what's to come so on today's episode we're going to be discussing rob zombie's first feature film house of a thousand corpses i think in the coming episodes each one of us are, has picked a movie to bring to the discussion and this episode this was my pick so we'll get into that here in a sec stacy Yeah, so anything in particular you want to talk? about? Yeah, we're going to talk
0: about spooky things outside of the normal boring activities that we do. (laughs) This is kind of also what I've been doing, though. So I've been enjoying and I've been playing through some old, spookier games, just tinkering about. But I know that both of you play video games. Hi. So do you guys have favorite horror video games or anything that you like to play like during this time of year or anything that's like really stuck out to you?
1: Okay, well, I will say, um, unlike you, there's a lot of games I have never played before, so I will get into like things that I have yet to play a lot of times. So like, if I remember right, uh, last year, I think I played a decent amount. I didn't finish it because it's me, but I played a decent amount of Evil Within, that first one, mm-hmm. and then yeah. I probably... I'd say I was close to halfway through that game, which that game is hard. A lot everyone knows that mm-hmm. who's played it, but you know I got through a decent amount of it. But for some reason, I just you know I don't know I don't know what happens. But uh, <laughs> I'll say right now, I am getting on the Witcher three. Ooh, uh,
2: back on it, yeah,
1: back on that. So <laughs> I restarted that game. I love that game. It's very fun. So I am past the opening little uh, area. Uh, is it, like, White Orchard or something? Whatever it's called in that, mm-hmm. that game. So, I'm, you know, I've put in about probably, like, 10 hours into it this week. So, you yeah, know, that's what oh, I've Have you been played doing.
0: a game and ever got scared, None? Like, has a game scared you? Yeah,
1: I mean, uh, I would say that Resident Evil 4 was pretty freaky. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that had some oh. moments for me that freaked me out. Dr. El Salvador's. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, that would be up there. Other than that, like... I have not played as many games as both of you, so, like, I've played a decent amount, but you guys have me beat on that, but, uh, so I'm trying to think if there's anything else particular Was that, there
2: anything when uh, you were younger that you played that freaked you out at all?
1: Not really, because, uh, I know,
2: no, I know you wouldn't be able to play horror games, right? but I'm just wondering if there's, like, anything that you played that kind of... Yeah. Like, weird bits in yeah, a game? because there's tons yeah. of stuff like that. mm mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I'm trying to think here. I, just, I can't think uh, of any
2: off the top of my head either. Yeah. To even ask. I,
1: I can't really. Th- I mean, also, I mean, Res another Resident Evil, like Code Veronica, had some weird stuff in it. Like, I mm-hmm. beat that's a game I beat somehow. I don't know. But anyway. Which is a hard game. You know, uh, that's really the, the main things that come to mind, I would say. So, All right. So, I'm, I'm kind of lame in that regard, I guess. No, but
0: I mean, Resident Evil 4 is one of the great it's games. It's a great
1: game. It freaked me out a little bit times you know,
2: game that i love and i'm only bringing it up because i think people don't like it and i think it's because they didn't play it with another person if you like couch co-op mm. resident evil 5 mm. slaps it's such nice. a fun game it's not scary but there are some really big bad guys in that game whenever whenever you're playing a Sheva, you're a very tiny female mm-hmm. and these big guys come up and they will just like full- on it's smash you rough. and just one hit you're dead okay I'm just saying <laughs> Resident Evil 5 is a fun game if you're playing with someone else. if you're just playing with the computer Sheva's the freaking worst. Yeah, but, you give
0: her the cattle prod and yeah, she's the ammo mule. yeah
2: that is it. she's the no offense Sheva, but she's the worst. <laughs> the Adams family games.
0: Buster's Revenge. Yeah. which
2: That's a hard game. That's it, It's scary. got some,
0: like, roguelike elements to it.
2: Yeah. Growing up, we didn't really... Horror games, that's something I got into when I was older. That's not, obviously, Castlevania games, but has a game ever scared me?
1: Here's another... Oh, a quick one from me. Uh, as you both... Well, both know, and maybe the audience knows it because we've talked about it before, I don't like uh, heights. heights or anything that takes place in space, even though I play games, but... I will say Dead Space, I played that game, the first one, mm-hmm. and there's an area in that game, kind of like a third of the way through maybe, where it's like, you're in a, like a gravity yeah. area oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, zero gravity. And I did not like that.
2: But it, that, not not because the horror element. Yeah, it it just, just yeah. yeah. Something that truly scared me, the thing about quick time events in horror games, it stresses me out, but it, it has nothing to do with... I just want to get through the thing so I can see the story. It has Mm -hmm. nothing to do with actually being scared. There is... It got canceled, but there was going to be a game that... uh, Kojima and uh, Guillermo del Toro, because they were Mm -hmm. working on it together, called uh, Silent Hills. Yeah, so Silent Hills is the game that they were developing, and then everything went tits up for Kojima and all that mess. But playable trailer, so P.T., and it's just this looping, Nolan, have you ever seen it?
1: One time, and yeah, I mean, it, it was not my most favorite thing. Not like the game was bad, I just, I didn't like...
2: It's stressful. I didn't like doing it. So, okay, yeah, I was so excited for that. Downloaded it. The thing about it is there's a way to like beat the trailer. Mm-hmm. All I wanted was to see the freaking teaser. You've got one stretch of hallway, another stretch of hallway, and then there's the stairs you go down. You loop back into the first part of the hallway, and you just keep going and going and going. The more you go, you can interact with stuff. Stuff gets fucked up. There's this twitchy ghost that can kill you. It's a whole thing. I was so annoyed because at a certain point, it's supposed to trigger the like the end of the trailer. It was very frustrating. Okay. So I was not scared of so that So you were
1: more frustrated than... No. That's yeah. the
2: thing. I feel like I... If a horror game, something like Bloodborne
1: mm-hmm.
2: or Dark Souls that's supposed to be sure. scary, if it's hard, it annoys me so much that I'm just, I'm not scared anymore and I just want to beat it. The Horror w- fades for me really quickly.
1: I'll say with, yeah, like, Bloodborne is a game that I would like, again, another game i played a little of. Yeah. But one I would like to play more because I do hear it gets, uh, you've played, Stacey. Mm-hmm. You played yeah, it's those, a masterpiece. I would, uh, I hear it gets, you know, pretty, pretty freaky. Uh, mm-hmm. Dark Souls, yeah, I mean it. It did, like, that game didn't mess with me other than, like, I just, I'm kind of like, at times you just get so frustrated because you keep dying, and you're like, I just want to get past this part.
2: Did you play Castlevania? Yes. Symphony, or? I
1: have played and beaten Symphony. I have played a little bit of the very first Castlevania game. Did
2: those games frustrate you, or were you, did you have any issues? Really? I have definitely
1: got frustrated on the originals, like, the, the regular nintendo mm-hmm. version yeah symphony uh not so much like i i got that down pretty good um like i i've beaten both yeah, yeah. castles or whatever mm-hmm. you know but um there i i see when i was younger it seems like i had more patience for things <laughs> so, like yeah, that is true though <laughs> if you
2: go back and play some of those old games now you're like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. How did I do this when I was oh, little? Oh yeah, like, a lot of those hell? like that
0: I revisit. Some of them, you know, I got to use save states and stuff. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know,
0: some of those games are hard, but some of them I like find comfort in them. Like Castlevania Four, like I can go back and do it, it's not too bad for me, just because I did it so much. So like those old Resident Evil games, like those games I have memorized, like they well, are not yeah. hard for me at all. Yeah. That's my comfort food for games. That is. Probably my favorite series, like it's up there with like Metal Gear.
2: Did you like the last one we did?
0: Uh, the Resident Evil Three remake. No, sorry,
2: the S- seven. Last,
0: oh, seven. Yeah, yeah I like seven a lot. I played it's, the intro. It's yeah. tense. It's uh, you know, doing that first person horror that became popular with uh all the PC games that were coming out. You know, like Post Amnesia and Outlast yeah. and stuff.
2: Outlast is one that game you just if you die you die Mm -hmm. and you can die at any point that game there's a part at the very beginning where you have to run and hide in like a locker and this thing like walks this really big guy's going after you it's the very Ah. beginning of the game and that i was like oh like
0: no thank you yeah
2: super stressful
0: i don't get scared at games i more like appreciate what they're doing when they are setting up scares You know, because, like, I've played horror games forever. Like, that is the reason I bought a PlayStation back in the day is because, you know, I saw Resident Evil 2. I was like, this is, this is, like, cinema. You know, you have that awesome intro video and, you know, it's like, well, this is, like, a George Romero movie. Like, I've got to get this. I need this, you know, system so I can play this game. And I've bought every single Resident Evil thing since. Like, I love it in... Like, 1 and 2 especially. Like, those are games that I can just... I'll sit down in an afternoon and just be like, well, I'm going to do a full playthrough of Resident Evil 1 or 2. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just comfort food to me. Like, I have all the puzzles memorized and everything. It's very enjoyable. The remakes that they've been doing are excellent. You know, for people who don't like tank controls, like, it's something, you know...
2: Which Pretty easy admit, to get into. I do not like tank controls. Yeah, I get very... I, once once you play for a while, you get used to it. Mm-hmm. It's, it comes quick. Sure. I hate them. Yeah? It, it, it yeah. takes me a minute to adjust. Yeah.
0: See, I find it weird playing, like, Resident Evil. They did the director's cut, and then they released... Or not director's cut. That, like, that is a thing. But they did the remake. That was up for GameCube. Mm-hmm. And then they did the HD remake, which is on the newer system. So you can get it on, like, PS4 computer xbox one and they gave you an option there to do modern controls but with the fixed camera and the modern controls That's it just feels weird to me it does work like it, people say it makes the game easier it's just not what i'm used to and i do recommend playing all of those they're great current horror games i've been playing one called song of horror i think it just came out this year but it was like an episodic one and they just finished like all the episodes this year and that's one that it has the feeling of uh kind of like Clock Tower for PlayStation.
2: Oh, I like Clock Tower a yeah, lot.
0: Yeah, Clock Tower is fun. Yeah. And but it's also like got a little eternal darkness, you know, for
1: GameCube. And now, I'm going to stop you there real quick. Eternal Darkness. Uh-huh. Wasn't that a game a game that freaked you out a little bit? There were, like, moments of, I,
0: I think there's a gag where the TV goes to static. It does. And it like, makes
2: you think your game crashed.
0: That's always, like, a <laughs> freaky thing to me, just seeing static on a TV. You know, because when I was a kid, I'd be playing games at, like, 2, 3 in the morning, because I'm a psychopath. You know, things like your your screen getting, but some of the gags were silly, where it's, like, the screen would turn upside down, or your controls would be backward, or your character's head would just fall off. Like, things like that, but it was fun. But like, again,
2: if you've been playing that, because that game, what it does is, they're silly, but if you've been playing it for, like, four hours straight, and it's late at night, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden the screen flips, you're just like, oh, oh no. <laughs> and it's like, obviously the graphics weren't bug nuts or anything, but, I mean, for the time, they were decent.
1: Was Is there any game in particular that has freaked you out, Stacy? freaked me out or or or, or i know things don't really get to you that much but just like any game when you're younger that got under your skin a little bit
0: i mean i think like the first few resident evil games were it's not like terrifying it's more the surprises Mm -hmm. you know those games are very big on jump scares so playing them like late at night yeah, I will say the liquor coming through the interrogation room in Resident Evil 2, that's probably the most frightening, <laughs> like, scene in a game for me anyways. Mm-hmm. The modern horror games, like, I like them and I appreciate what they're doing. But I, like, the Five Nights at Freddy's stuff I don't find scary it's because, annoying. it like, the jump stuff, it's like, okay, like, I know it's mm-hmm. going on. And then, like, the Amnesia stuff, like, the way I play those... Like hide and seek games is almost like trial and error to where well I gotta run to the objective and eventually I will get there you know really like Alien Isolation is the first type of game of that style that I actually like slowed down and was like okay this isn't like a scripted thing it's true you know I've got to like think about what I'm doing I think that's a very effective horror game there are so so many good horror games. Especially, like, if you just have a computer, you, you have access to, like, everything.
2: Mm-hmm. Which, there's a lot of cool, like, little indie horror games. Like, Frambo is a great game. Mm-hmm. Um, Layers of Fear is really cool. There's so many cool, smaller horror games mm-hmm. out.
1: So, Nolan, Cool-cool. you picked this motion picture out. Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses. This is a movie that I greatly enjoy. This is probably my... Third or fourth viewing experience. I've seen this a few times, but uh, I'm a big Rob Zombie fan, and I think he is a a director that has a lot of flair to him, and I, I dig him. Have anything to say about Rob in particular, his movies? No. Do you like his music? I mean, it's fine. I wouldn't say like. I will be honest. I've I know his songs. You don't jam I've, to Dragon. I've a lot? never listened to a full album. How about that? Oh Dragula. wow! Yeah,
2: I really like Rob Zombie. You ever
1: just sat down and listened to Hillbilly Deluxe? I have Hell not. Boy? Now I, I, you know, there are certain songs that I know, but I have never, yeah. I've never listened to a full album. I I think that Dracula
0: was on every PlayStation game for a solid year. <laughs> like I think it's in Twisted Metal Three, and like
2: you know, I was in a car wreck with JT on a back road in Rogersville. There was like water and he hydroplaned, uh-huh. and it was uh, Dracula was playing. We got nice. car wreck.
1: <laughs> Not nice.
2: Memories. But... <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: messed up. I yeah. like his. I like his music.
2: I think I've seen Rob Zombie a couple of times in concert, but I don't know. I like him. He, I honestly, he just seems like he's a really big fan of cinema in general, but especially horror. Like he mm-hmm. knows the stuff, and he, classic Hollywood, and he just he knows so much. I think he's a really interesting guy.
1: Yeah, he. It in his with it like his movies. I he is someone I classify as a full on formalist. He at times throws the kitchen sink at movies and yeah, his he's style self indulgent yeah. sometimes, mm-hmm.
2: which we'll get into. Yeah, but...
1: and you know there are times it really works. There are times that maybe it doesn't work as as well. But I'm always interested in when he comes out the movie, and I will always watch it, mm-hmm. and I will probably always have something interesting to gather from it. All right, well, uh, should we do a synopsis. synopsis of House of a Thousand Corpses? What does Letterbox tell us? All right, this is kind of a short one here. Uh, You'll never get out alive, all in caps, like always. Two teenage couples traveling across the backwoods of Texas searching for urban legends of serial killers end up as prisoners of a bizarre and sadistic backwater family of serial killers. Directed in 2003, and like I said at the top of the episode... This is Rob Zombie's first feature film. So, the thing about the release date
0: on this movie, this movie sat on the shelf for a couple years because I believe this was supposed to be a universal picture. Like, he pitched it to them because he was approached to, like, redo their, like, universal horror nights. So Mm -hmm. he did a, I think he did a ride or an amusement like, using this style and, like, So he does an amusement park that's using, or a ride that's using, like, this style. And since the movie got shelved by Universal, because their fear was that the movie's going to get an NC-17, and they didn't know what to do with the movie. Mm -hmm. So they had to change the name of the ride to the American Nightmare, I think. AEW, Cody Rhodes. (laughs) What, what? What, what? Uh, (laughs) And eventually Lionsgate swooped in and bought this film. Because, like, this film was talked about for what, a year or two before it came out and, like, people didn't think it was going to come out. Yeah. And I feel like it it was kind of, like, trick-or-treat. The same thing happened Mm -hmm. where, like, they advertised the movie in theaters and it just didn't come out.
2: Yeah, because it was one Mm -hmm. of those things where you're, like, the trailer for it was really cool and it was on the front of, like, big movies and then nothing for a year. That is...
1: one of uh, Stacy, you and I are old asses at this point, but uh, I can... Vividly, actually, remember this movie being talked about, and like you guys said, kind of uh, showing trailers and being promoted. when We were in high school, mm-hmm. and it was like kind of a it was kind of a big thing. It didn't come out like, until we were was, done with school. It right? didn't come out till we were done. Yeah. So yeah, I, I vividly remember it being a thing. But yeah, like you guys said, didn't watch it for a few they, years. They after. shot
0: the movie in like 2000, I think it was like from August to October. Mm -hmm. So uh, you would think like that's, that pegs it for what? Like a spring 2001 release date,
1: typically? Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it sat on the shelf for a couple years. What's everybody's thoughts on the movie? I'll go, I mean, I've basically said mine, but I'll just go ahead and say, again, I really like this movie a lot. There are flaws with it. It's a first feature. So like he's throwing, in my opinion, he throws kind of everything at it, which we'll talk about a little bit. I really Enjoy this movie. I think I'm less enthusiastic about this film than you guys are.
0: Like I like this movie, but for me it's just kind of like middle of the road f- for him. I feel like this movie he doesn't really have a defined style. It's not to say he's not doing stylish things because he's doing them almost overly such. There are some style things in this film that I do like though. Like I and this is something he's not played with at least to my recollection. In his career since this film, the like De Palma like shots with yeah. the split shot. I don't think he's ever done that since. But I I always find that fascinating when films do that. Of course, I think De Palma is probably the most famous artist that utilizes that shot. And mm-hmm. um,
2: well, this it's, it's utilized well. Yeah, uh,
1: I, yeah, but, I, I noticed that one a lot. Another, I, I think I've I noticed some like, um, some Spike Lee type things, like especially early on in the film. Um, there's a shot of there's two robbers that that rob yeah Captain Spaulding's little amusement thing. There's a dude in a crazy mask and an axe that comes in mm-hmm. after him. When he takes his mask off, you get that triple shot, and Spike uses that from time to time. So that that's just another thing I note. Like he 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 steals a lot from other directors and yeah. some of his in some of his form here. Yeah, no, it, I just point it. It's that out like which.
0: Well. You know, you, you talk about that shot. Um, I hate that. I hate it in this movie. But there's a lot of stylistic things in this movie that I cannot stand. That
2: You don't like the oversaturated stuff. Yeah, things.
0: I don't like the oversaturated stuff. I don't like family guy cutaways of, like, somebody will say a line and then you get, like, 15 seconds of them being sadistic. with Like, music video shots. Mm-hmm. Baby just, like rubbing up against, like, skeletons and shit. I, I Just the music video shots I did not like. To me, this whole movie is a music video. Yeah, it's definitely shot like one of his music videos because in his music videos he does utilize a lot of clips from older movies. This film does that as well. There, there's, like, what, two or three shots of older films spliced in with the film. But I, I find it very entertaining. I think that he has a great eye for casting. Like the cast in this is fantastic, mm-hmm. and it, it's just it is a messy film. But there's a lot of things I like about it. Like I, I, overall, I would say this is a movie I like and I'd recommend it. But it pales in comparison to Devil's Rejects for me. Oh yeah, and like yeah, sure. we'll we'll talk about like specifically some stuff later on. Melanie?
2: now that I'm older and I've seen more films and I have, I think my tastes are a little bit more defined, probably. I don't, I don't think it's as good as I initially thought it was. This is a movie that, which I bought it several times since then, so it's fine, but since it didn't come out, and especially where we live, it did not come to us even once it released. So my brother had a a bootleg copy, and we, I remember we watched it on, like, a tiny computer screen. Like, we pulled up a love seat next to the computer, and we watched it together. I think it was just the hype of waiting for so long, and... Rob Zombie used to tour around here all the time, and JT was a huge fan, so we were excited for it, and it's, you know, all these movies that, there's like a mural of Creature from the Black Lagoon on one of the walls in Baby's Room, so I was just like, oh my gosh, this is all the stuff that I know and love, so I was just, I think, excited to see it, because I would have been however old when this came out, I was little, so I was just super excited for it. Now that I'm older I will say I think it's I still think it's a fun movie. I think it's there's so much going on and there's so many I just it dips into so many different things. Like that it's funny, it's disgusting. It this is a movie all which Nolan knows like the dinner scene is so disgusting to me. It it is a movie like, we were going to eat before this, and I was like, I cannot eat and watch this movie. It is not... a. I can eat... Like, I could eat lasagna and watch a knee surgery, and I would be fine. <laughs> I cannot eat and watch this movie. I couldn't even eat popcorn or snacks. It just grosses me <laughs> out. Nothing but trouble in this. I can't have it. I feel you, girl. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I, I like this movie a lot. I, I mean, I do. It's just... It is, it is messy, which is why... It, it's just crazy to me that he can... The inconsistencies of Rob Zombie, I don't understand it because he'll hit something. Devil's Rejects is so good from top to bottom. It's so, like, there's so many interesting things that he can do. But if he doesn't have, like, a a clear, defined vision of what he's trying to do, he throws too much at the canvas. And it gets crazy. So I think this is a very busy film. But overall, Mm -hmm. I do love it.
1: So I saw this for the first time. I believe I was probably around nineteen or so, so I didn't watch it like the year it came out. Probably it, it's when it hit DVD. Right, so, same for me. Okay, yeah. so I had uh, similar to you. I had a small TV in my room, and this is when I lived in our small town that Stacy and I are from, <laughs> population thirty five hundred. But uh, I had a small little twenty. 20, 22 inch TV in my room. Watched this movie. Now, as we talked about before, at the time I was not a cinephile or really a, a just a newbie for cinema in general. Mm-hmm. So I I had never seen things like Texas Chainsaw, Texas Chainsaw mm-hmm. Two, which I think it's a strange combination of like those movies. Mm-hmm. So I had never seen those movies. So I watch this now, and I think it's like hilarious.
2: Were you disturbed? I
1: was disturbed. This yeah. is one of like three movies that I can vividly say that disturbed me when I've seen them. What? Especially two more. Okay, so uh, Irreversible, the yep. Gaspar Noe film. Fair. And the third one, the original Evil Dead.
2: Oh. Uh,
1: the first time I watched that, again, I was fairly young. I think I was like 20, somewhere like, yeah. early age in that movie. That that movie and Dev- and uh, House of Thousand Corpses are the only movies I felt sick in my stomach, watching mm-hmm. when I saw them the first time. The whole feeling, like I, I had a feeling of like I shouldn't be watching this. I'd never seen anything like it before, and it it's a mean spirited film. Oh, very you mean, know yeah.
2: And you the weird thing is it has the comedy in it so right. it kind of mm-hmm. it like it yeah. makes you feel light and then it goes right. back into something really gross. Yeah.
1: And especially like the last 20 30ish minutes of the movie when they're like underground and everything mm-hmm. I just I felt I don't know Itty? I just felt weird yeah. like I was like and it was over like <laughs> I used this line <laughs> I was talking to our friend Kendra today I was like after I watch his movie sometimes I feel so like dirty that like one i need a bath and two i need to talk to my psychiatrist and that's how i felt after watching that for the first time now i watch it now and it's like very funny to me and i know everything like he's referencing and mm. but that was that's this movie's like an experience i will never forget the first time watching it and yeah. that holds a certain place no, in that, my
0: heart that's cool That but...
1: yeah like, my experience was
0: renting it on DVD because, like, there was so much buildup of, like, oh, this film should be NC-17 and was, yeah. all this stuff. And, like, there was talk of, like, well, maybe, you know, if Lionsgate gets it, like, they'll just release it unrated so it won't come to theaters. It'll just be unrated. And I was like, alright, like, I gotta see what this movie is. Like, I liked it, but it, it wasn't... Like, I didn't find it shocking.
2: I was so surprised, because, and again, I mean, I had seen Texas sure. Chainsaw all that stuff yeah. before. I was expecting it to be so much worse for the amount of hype that was around it. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, and it came out, like, during the early days of DVDs. So, like, <laughs> of course, when I rented it, I watched all the special features, which... His, his construction of that disc is pretty fun, because... There's all sorts of fun vignettes with those characters.
2: Mm -hmm. And all the menus are really funny.
0: And, obviously, like, he struck lightning in a bottle with those three characters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, designed the whole next movie just around them. Well, and the
2: cast. I mean...
0: Well, and that's the thing. Like, and I think it is to the film's detriment. The kids don't matter in this movie, and they kind of suck. Like, I find the kids annoying. They go away for a large portion of the film... So it's hard to get invested for me, anyways, in those last fifteen minutes when they do come back. Yeah, that it's like okay, but like, which one are you again? Like, I don't, I don't entirely remember which one you are, and I don't, I don't really care.
1: Bad kids.
2: Oh, I like the kids. I mean, I don't like them, I but I, I think they serve a purpose, just like any other slasher movie. Sure. Yeah.
1: I really didn't think about it. To be yeah. honest. But that's alright.
2: Mm-hmm. You know? No, I like, um, and I don't remember her name, but the main girl. Like, I like her. I think it's good casting. She's not rude at any point. Like, she's just, she's polite. Every, everything's fine. It's the other girl that, like, basically gets them all killed because baby sits on her boyfriend's lap.
0: Right. <laughs> well, I mean, in this film, structurally, at least for the first like 40 minutes of the film, it is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm -hmm. Uh, Captain Spalding does serve the purpose of the dad from Texas Chainsaw, you know, in the gas station where, you know, he, he has the warning or the old man in the cabin, where Crazy Ralph, you know, you, yeah, you don't want to go, you know, you don't don't want to mess with that. Like you have choice, you have free will. Mm -hmm. It's a death curse. Yeah. There's agency in this decision.
2: You go willingly. Right.
0: Even though he's in on the shit, which, you know, is the surprise ending. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, I think the ending in this is ambiguous until you've seen Devil's Rejects because you...
0: Right. You don't know if he's aware, if Otis is in the back of the car.
2: It comes across as... Yeah, to me, because I remember the first time I was like, "Oh no, they're both gonna get killed."
0: Yeah, and then baby being the hitchhiker with the hitchhiker is what gets into the family's house in Texas Chainsaw. Mm -hmm. You have the dinner scene. It's kind of like a fast forward version of Texas Chainsaw, and you can tell like he's. Like Toby Hooper's films, like those, you know, Texas Chainsaw One and Two and Funhouse, mm-hmm. like that's Rob Zombie shit. Like that's what he's yep. aping, yeah. you know, for his story structure in these films. Absolutely. And the second half of this movie, for a little while, does take a Texas Chainsaw Two swerve with the the cops with Walter Goggins and right. uh, Tom tolls the excellent Tom tolls who looks great in a sheriff's uniform.
2: Yes, he does. Um, You know, them going great, with uh,
0: the girl's dad and, you know, kind of like, you, you think maybe you're going to get this, like, revenge story or this discovery. Mm.
2: It's going to turn into like a little bit of procedural right. where it's like, oh, yeah, getting taken it down. It's just like, nope. Yeah, or I like didn't... last house yeah. sort of uh, yeah. situation. I enjoy yeah.
1: how he plays with the expectation with that. Yeah, uh, it's. I think it's very clever. And then, of course, like towards the end, when we get into like the underground ta- cavern or Layer, whatever you want to call dr. it dr satan's layer down there yeah. it it's again a mix of funhouse in texas too with as far as like See, to that me, stuff down texas
2: there texas too and nothing but trouble baby. right there you go there you go mm-hmm. <laughs> just this weird amusement park yeah. garbage thing yeah on this That's property right. they have all this money but what the hell are they doing right
1: and obviously you know bill mosley like that connects in as well who I love so much in these, like in this, and like in all, these, all oh, the, all three movies. Yeah,
2: I I prefer Bill in the last two films. More yeah, than
1: that's this one. agreed. I'm assuming we're not like doing a
0: strict notes thing. We're just riffing right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't like Otis in this film. Yeah,
2: I prefer him and like and in.
0: Uh, I I think when he goes film. on, and they keep some stuff, you know, in Devil's Rejects, like when he goes on his tangents like, his preachiness, which, that's his introduction in this film, where he's, like, this mad prophet, like, you know, preaching at these cheerleaders, but, like, they change his look, like, uh, the him as an albino, like, I I don't really like it, Uh, like, him, him as the washed-out outlaw, that is a better look.
2: Darker beard. Look,
1: if um, we're comparing... Better dialogue. Yeah. If we're comparing the movies, yes, I... Oh, I'm not
2: comparing... I'm just I like him
1: better in those, Well, but, but I enjoy him in this movie. It's Bill mostly oh, yeah, for yeah, me, yeah. so yeah, I'm just yeah. like, I well, fucking want to see you on screen and I like you. And I, for me, like, Sid Higgs
0: the star in this film. I think Captain sure. Spaulding, he's so magnetic when you see him in this movie. Like, this opening scene is mm-hmm. so great. Well, like, I think
2: that opening scene is, it is so good. Mm, I mean, yeah. The entire opening of this film is yeah. perfect, which that's why whenever it gets messy, it's kind of a bummer watching it on repeat. Opening's perfect. But and,
0: and I think that's like something that's really cool about these, you know, Rob Zombie films because, you know, you'll see some of these directors, you know, like a, a Tarantino or a Demi or somebody, they'll put these actors in their movies like you know hey we, we like these 70s and 80s like exploitation flicks and stuff you remember this guy but it's usually in small things like Sid Haig's a judge and Jackie Brown you know stuff like that and like Rob Zombie sees these guys and he He's gives like, them the medius for... role in the film yeah. and like Sid Haig and Mosley and you know his wife like they're kind of like modern day horror, horror icons mm-hmm. oh, for like sure. I I think, like, Sid Haig's probably more famous for being Captain Spaulding than he is any of his work in the Corman films. I would agree. Yeah.
2: More people, especially people who are just casual, like, cinephile. Mm Yeah. Yeah. They're going to know the Fireflies over anything that you've done. It's
0: it's such a, a meaty role, and I don't know how much of that is... Rob Zombie's writing, or you know, just these actors, it's like a perfect marriage. And you know, I wrote down like one of my notes, like for the opening, it's like the Kevin Smith of like hillbilly dialogue. Oh, you yeah. know, like with the like him,
2: yeah, him ripping
0: with that old guy at the beginning. It's mm-hmm. like very funny, like He's clerks, yeah. You got yeah. a cap or whatever that Planet of the Apes like figure stuck up your ass and mm-hmm. stuff like the the jokes
1: yeah. hit. As Melanie said, a lot of uh, a lot of ass talk in that first. Yeah, you know, yeah. Ten I night, would five, say the ten first.
2: Yeah, well, fuck your mother.
1: So fuck your grandmother. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: a lot of poop jokes. Yeah, but absolutely.
1: So. <laughs> Masturbation yeah. jokes. Yeah. So I guess while while we're talking as as this fills a hole, I'll just I'll go ahead and say what kind of. Makes this movie tick for me. I find it a very rhythmic movie. I talked a little bit earlier about like how to me it's like this whole movie is a music video. The way he edits the film and the way he uses slow motion and fast, it's always to the beat of what's on the soundtrack. I and I find that very endearing, and I, I really enjoy that about the movie very much. Like that's a thing that really excites me about this movie even though like i i agree with with you guys that there are many things he throws out there as far as the visuals that don't always work i always find his the editing rhythm works very very well for me it just feels like a flow and i really like that a lot so since we are talking about like his style and stuff like
0: how does because he does this for his music videos a lot like intercutting Mm -hmm. old movie scenes into his videos like how did that work for you? Where he's cutting like the Wolf Man, and uh, oh, what was the other? It was like another Universal horror in the middle of the film. Like once they get to the house, they mm-hmm. cut to it.
1: Yeah, I, I, it. Like it works fine for me. I, I agree that I think like some of that is a little sloppy, but it doesn't ever take me out of it. And do you think that like sometimes? like he's showing off his film
0: knowledge absolutely Mm -hmm. um you know and every i think every member of the firefly family is named after a groucho Marx character right Mm -hmm. like every single one of them except like maybe tiny
1: yeah getting a a little bit film nerdy with yeah yeah on it melanie i know we've talked about this before so you may completely disagree with me on this we both and you might as well i'll have issue with slow motion at times, a lot of times.
2: I don't like slow motion and double take shots yeah. most of the time, it I especially choppy slow motion. Sure. Like, if it's just a if it's a clean cut slow motion, it's fine. During that song, yeah. I like the slow motion. That
1: is some of my favorite slow motion. So, I,
2: during the song okay. segment, Very cool. whenever... It's, I didn't know if we'd be on the, the same page which, or not. I don't know the name of that song, which is awful. Yeah,
1: I wanted to Shazam it while <laughs> watching the movie. <laughs> which okay. scene... Uh, The Walter Goggins uh, death scene. Oh, I I hate it. Wow. That's fair. Do you know
2: the name of the song?
1: No. Okay,
2: fine. Fair enough. What,
0: you're talking like when the camera pulls up? Well, I'm talking about the whole, whole like, I'm talking about her dad
2: coming in. Oh, I like that. Okay,
0: so. I I don't dislike
1: it until the camera pulls up.
0: Okay, And then I think, like,
2: do the DVD
1: freeze? The music and the way the slow motion, the way he uses it, I just find it to be very aesthetically pleasing. And that's all I wanted to say. He does some cool stuff there. You really notice when the music stops. It rarely stops in the film, but when it does, it's really you quiet. take notice. Like in, for instance, when Otis shoots Walter Goggins' character. Also, the Sherry Moon licking the knife after she stabs the late the girl. Her little rabbit, right in the, in the yeah, rabbit the costume. I just wanted to point that out. That
2: it is a very loud movie. Mm-hmm. It's and. I think that also contributes to me saying it's messy because there's a lot of just, like, noise. It's not always music. It's just noise. Baby giggling constantly. Yep. And so when it gets quiet, you do Mm -hmm. take note.
1: That's what I really respond to with the film. I think we should talk about some, like, some of the funny stuff because I think it's a really funny movie. I know we've talked about Captain Spaulding some. He's hilarious. How about some of Tiny's stuff?
2: Tiny, I think... There's a segment, so, he, one again, the main girl, whatever her name is, she's, it's like each one of our kids gets taken to a different room with mm-hmm. one of a different family member. So, the main girl's down in the basement with Tiny, tied up on a bed, and they bring down Agatha Krispies. That's right. And he's eating it out of his little box of cereal. Great
1: visual gag.
2: Yeah, and it looks great, yep. the design on it, it looks so it's really good. good.
1: So he's got that box.
2: But I like that he's just sitting there eating and then she's like crying and like mm-hmm. Tiny let me go. And he's just like, all right, you're not going <laughs> to get gonna, out. Yeah. Someone yeah. else is going to get her. It's really so. great.
1: He's also wearing a nice <laughs> t-shirt saying... Um,
2: cheap-ass Halloween cheap-ass. costume.
1: Co- yeah. yeah. He, all of Tiny's
2: mm-hmm. clothes are really cute. Yeah. Like his little sweater during Absolutely. the Jitter's Absolutely. You seat, mentioned that earlier in the it's film. It's so cute. You're like... He's got a little skull and crossbones. Yeah.
0: big. On well, the ending ritual, his suit is very reminiscent of like the... Um, Superman George Reeves his Superman Oh yeah yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I like Tiny's outfits. Yeah. He's he's so cute. And I but I do that is a scene that the first time I saw it, I had the same reaction where he lets her go and it <clears throat> is just like it's not really him being compassionate or anything. He's just like I mean, you're, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. So you can go. I'm not going to kill
0: you. Uh, it's a funny scene. <laughs> and, like, Otis comes down, catches her, like, immediately, and then, like, gives Tiny a look. And Tiny and just, just shrugs. shrugs. Yeah, he's like... It, it's funny.
2: It is what it
0: is. As it, and for other scenes with Tiny in him, I, I really like the, I guess, conceptually, I like the Scarecrow ambush. hmm I think it, like, looks cool not all the action is shot in a way that i love but
2: tiny's mask and that it looks very reminiscent of like and i forget what the art style is but i have um i think kendra actually got it for me it's like those retro halloween Mm -hmm. decorations and cards that it's just it's that old there's no other way i can put it it's just old halloween i don't know it looks really really cool it's very retro which is Obviously, he loves all of that stuff. So a yeah. member
0: of the family we haven't spoke about yet, Mama Firefly, Karen, Karen Black. Black. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How do you guys feel about Karen Black in this film?
2: I okay, not to go on another mouth thing because I I guess that's like what I do. I just watch her teeth in it. Her fake teeth. Her fake teeth. I can't. Like, whenever she answers the door and the sheriff, she's talking yeah. to him and she's being very Well, contagious. it's daylight
0: and it's, they're so they're yellow. They're so
2: yellow. I'm hyper-focused on her. But I love Karen. I mean, Karen Black was amazing. Oh, I yeah. love her. I think she's perfect in the role. Her and Baby playing off of each other is very fun.
0: Mm-hmm. There are so many films where she just seems unhinged, psychotic. Like, Trilogy of Terror, like the Dan Curtis, like, anthology oh, yeah. thing... Like that whole thing hinges because she's the star in all three, mm-hmm. you know, shorts. That hinges on her just being insane. Mainly
2: just her physicality, her looks. Yeah, it's like her she face. has
0: such a distinct emotive face.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
1: she's a good mama firefly. She
2: no, she's great. She's really, she's wonderful. How do you guys feel about Sherry Moon's baby? We haven't really said that. I before. was getting ready to. That yeah. was
1: I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, did one talk about her?
2: I love Sherry Moon, so what are you about to say? Uh, I love her so anything much. Anything negative
1: you have to say? I, I can't take it, because she's amazing in this her. movie. I love her. I don't like
0: Baby in this movie. I like Baby in Devil's Rejects. I don't like Baby in this film.
2: I love Baby.
0: It's like, I don't like... Here's the thing. This is a take I can't take. I think that <laughs> he... he, Those three actors, I think their charisma... I feel like Captain Spaulding out the gate... He those two, perfect. they have those figured out. Yeah. Like Sid Haig, and like Rob Zombie's writing, like they they have that figured out because Captain Spalding doesn't really change At between all. films. Yeah. Baby does change in the next film.
1: Yeah. Like it's, she it's toned she's down. given. She's smarter. It is
0: toned down. She is smarter, and I think they do play her up a little too, like ditzy. Yeah. Like, which
2: that's I.
0: And they kind of revisit that in, in Three, Three from Hell, uh, yeah. and I don't like it.
2: It's the beginning of Three from Hell whenever she's yeah like, going...
0: And, like, I already yeah. talked about my feelings on Otis, like, the albino Wolfman the Jack Jeff, thing yeah. going on. I don't really dig it.
1: But I will say, though, like, Sherry's character here, though, while she is unhinged, like, I don't ever think she goes into bad acting like she does in the third one. Oh, well, I don't...
2: No, I... Like see, I, I wouldn't even no, say No, I just don't think it's like fully realized. Yeah. I, you're
1: not bad at overacting, yeah. maybe, to a certain degree. Like I no, find her I, character is I full... don't think
2: it's her. I think yeah. the, I I don't think it's an acting thing. Right. Not to talk over you. No, sure. I don't think it's an acting thing at all. Mm-hmm. I think it's a writing thing. Yeah. I don't think she, it doesn't feel like baby in this. Yeah. It she definitely feels like a more fleshed out, fully seen character mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. And Sherry, I think Sherry's great in this movie. Yeah, what I, she's doing, just, I don't. I like it.
0: Like obviously, even though I don't like the characterizations that are in this film, like those actors have so much charisma. Like the this whole film hinges on the that much. charisma. She, she does I, laugh, yeah, that she laughter, has a, a, and,
1: a very and they specific laugh.
0: Yes, while she is like her sexuality is in the other films. This film is very over the top with it.
2: I don't know why, and maybe I'm a pervert, and I'm sorry. No,
0: she's hot. Oh, she's... Assless chaps.
2: No, oh. not even that. Her, and I don't know why... Okay, I'm just gonna tell you guys. What does it for me? Mm-hmm. Those little, like, uh... It's kind of like the sweats tight... sweats
0: hanging down her cracks? It's
2: like not tight. It's like tight sweat things. But yeah,
0: she's... in the like, open shirt, like...
2: I don't know Best. why I think she's so cute in that. Well,
1: let me just yeah, tell you great. what does it for me is all that, <laughs> but when she puts the glasses on, yeah, I'm just like, no,
2: that's what I was gonna say.
1: I want to be there right now. Yeah, please. it's like,
2: are you gonna check me out a book because mm-hmm. I'll take two. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
2: no,
0: it's... no, Cherry Moon is. Yep. Yeah.
2: I say all of that after saying that I love her as an actress. No. I didn't bring up yeah. her looks until the end because sure. I was holding back. But sure. oh my god!
0: Well, I mean, I I assume we would agree, like. Lords of Shadow, she's fan or Lords of Salem, Lords of Salem she's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like
2: I even the which I know people don't like them the Halloween films. I think she is very touching as Deborah Myers. Yeah, um, she's, I think good. she's very, I just, very good. I very good. We all have
1: different takes in that movie. I will say I rewatched that today. I really enjoy that first Halloween movie. Anybody's interested on in my thoughts, read my letterbox. <laughs> That's a self promotional plug right there. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Sherry Moon is yeah I, I really enjoy her and it's in this her birthday movie. Today. Oh, how about that?
2: She's fifty and she happy looks exactly birthday the Sherry same Moon she Does in this movie, it's insane.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I want to bring up real quick her scene of her uh, dancing, uh, when they put on the little show. Oh yeah. Mm. I really quite enjoy that, like her, well, the costume I mean, she has I mean, on and I remember the way she moves. Is I very, don't think very that great. there was any
2: choreography or anything. I think that he. Like, they might have talked a little bit about mm-hmm. what he wanted from her. But, I mean, and granted, she dances on stage sure. all the time with sure. him. It's not like she doesn't know what she's doing. Right. But it, for him to just, like, yeah, you're on a movie set. Just go up and <laughs> just just go ahead and do this real quick for me. And she's like, I got it. No, she's great. She's beautiful. The makeup is perfect.
1: You guys have anything else you want to say about this movie?
2: Nolan, do you have any funny notes?
1: I've got a few, Okay. I want to talk real quick. We talked about this guy a little bit, but at the beginning, when we first are introduced to Captain Spaulding, we have this little man
2: mm-hmm. yeah, with a glass guy. Yep,
1: and he makes some some good jokes, says mm-hmm. some good things, and Captain Spaulding, I believe. No, I'm sorry. Let me let me start over. <laughs> the little guy <laughs> goes to the bathroom, right? Mm-hmm. And these robbers come in yep. to to rob. They're trying to to rob Spalding. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs>
0: yeah. sorry. sorry, you, you twice now said robbers who come to rob. <laughs> like, yeah, they're robbers. I know.
1: I'm not making sense. No, right? I, I no, it does make sense. Does, I just it thought doesn't. it was funny. Robbers who rob, who'd have thought? Okay. I'm sorry. I deserved it. All right. Sorry. They're coming to take from Captain Spaulding. That's robbers do. And <laughs> the little guy is in the bathroom. All right. Yeah. He comes out, and he's like, "Oh, hey, I know you. You worked down like, at the you were at my at the store, hardware yeah. store, whatever." And yeah, they call you Little Dick, Little Dick Wick. And I just because really, his I,
2: name's like John, it's yeah. not John Wick, but it's like, "Oh, you're Stanley some, Wick." Stanley Wick. They call you Little <laughs> Dick, Dick Wick. Wick. Yeah.
1: So I just wanted to throw that out there, Little Dick Wick. That is something that really just shines inside me all right um dick wicks shine inside you Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. uh <laughs> you know we, there's a, a fun murder ride that we didn't talk about that happens when we first meet the teenage characters
2: any town i've ever been in mm-hmm. if they have a weird horror museum wax museum horror attraction thing because my dad used to travel so i would go to a lot of weird things i would go to this thing yeah. Would you go through it? Something
1: like that? You would have to force me. Okay. I don't go know if I would How have I not, not been murdered
2: already?
1: <laughs> A couple other things. Uh, Rain Wilson, sick overall game. He gets put in some overalls at I one point. I do
2: like that he, yeah, he just, he goes to the house at the very beginning. Sherry they get Moon's got him some new clothes. Yeah, she just puts him in <laughs> Farmer John's. Mm-hmm. Gear. That's right.
1: Uh, yeah, yep. Uh, we've already talked about Sherry Moon, it, Sherry Moon a lot, but I'll just go ahead and say in my notes, I just had down haughty, especially with ass hanging out and glasses on. As we've said, Sherry Moon's laugh maybe used too much, but I still wrote that laugh creeps me out.
2: No, I do like it. I just think, man, we could have done it like maybe ten less times. Sure, <laughs> it's a lot, and I think
1: we can all agree on that. You know, family dinner with masks. Uh, oh, we
0: haven't talked about uh, was it Grandpa. Grandpa, I ugh. I think that he's very good in the film as well. Oh, like he's... when he's standing up telling jokes,
2: that aren't jokes. It's just it's
0: just he's talking about going down on a lady.
2: Yeah, ugh. And
0: he... Chris Hardwick's losing his shit.
2: Yeah, ugh.
0: Dennis Fimple, yeah, he's good.
2: He's good, but man, watching him eat, that is like. I guess just watching people eat sometimes, like I love ASMR. I can watch ASMR people eat. I cannot watch nasty eaters. It's like they're with stuff coming out of their mouth. I don't even
1: know what he's eating. It's like it looks it, like it it's looks like
2: a like, uh, leche is like the wet cake. It looks yeah gross. It looked like. It looks...
1: Instant oatmeal or matte I don't know. And that grosses like, me out anyway. No, no. I don't know. Something bad. You don't like oatmeal? We've talked about this. If before. I just started chowing down on some oatmeal with this delicious beer. If it was all like coming out of your mouth, I wouldn't like that. In my beard? Yeah, I wouldn't no. like that. Well, if I put it in your beard. I'd go Are shave my beard him? off. No, I'm not going to kiss him. It would be a hand-to-hand transfer. Thanks. Hand-to-hands. Hand-to-face transfer. hand to And I thought you enjoyed me somewhat. guess not.
2: Oh, you wanted a mouth delivery? Yeah,
1: sweet. of oats, whatever, man. You just you hate oats, you know. I'd touch you if I was closer to you, (laughs) six feet. (laughs) (laughs) The the best of my notes right there. Okay, okay, hold on. We there's stuff we haven't talked talked about.
2: about Doctor Satan. Yeah,
0: fuck Doctor Satan. I don't really like the last ten minutes of this movie. I think Doctor Satan's a letdown. I think, like, oh, you are go through this, like, tomb of horror thing. I don't really care about this girl. I really don't give a fuck about Chris Hardwick. And... But do we have to care about them?
2: No, because there's a thing. Most of the time, I don't care about the kids.
0: But at least you know, like, the difference between the girls.
2: I know the difference between the girls. I don't.
1: One looks like... Doesn't look like the other one. Uh, so, like, <laughs> Dr. <Doctor laughs> Satan, doesn't like, pops like out... <laughs>
0: Like, he's operating on Chris Hardwick. He's got this weird, like, 13 ghost contraption thing See holding them together. I...
2: He looks too much like Otis, and... He does. Uh-huh.
0: Definitely. I just don't... Mm-hmm. I don't
2: like it. I don't know. And, and then, then I, that
0: comes out with, like, the weird, like, leech X-Men, or X-Files leech man face.
2: Uh, I don't like, Where
0: he's like, the
2: green goo, like, you're
1: coming out of his anus. he looks anus.
2: like beefed up Zoiper.
0: Otis looks cool in that red, you know, get up in the corpse paint and stuff, but outside of that, ah, Dr. Satan is such a letdown.
2: It is a letdown because I do think all of the lead ups, so them being put in the bunny suits, whatever, being put into the coffin, being lowered down, it does not earn it, like, because that's a cool setup. It is such a letdown after that. Yeah. It's just her running around. It's like, oh, House of Thousand Corpses. Here's the corpses. Right. There's... Yeah. They're
1: everywhere. So, I would definitely agree with you guys on this. Like, I watching this when I was younger, it freaked mm-hmm. me out. Watching it now, it's like... Yeah. That was kind of a letdown. There's some interesting design down there. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I, like, I
2: don't hate the way it looks. Yeah, the way he anything.
1: goes
0: about but it. But it's just it's,
2: story-wise... Well,
0: there's way too much stuff that doesn't make sense. But the mud people. Yeah. Originally, like, the idea of Dr. Satan was supposed to be a MacGuffin to get the kids there. Which,
2: that's all I wanted. Which, yeah. I if that's Doctor what it Satan. was,
0: that would have been fine. I guess I would have been yeah. fine with them, like, a ritual killing or just something else. Like, the kids getting, like, running away Honestly, and doing a Texas Chainsaw's thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't
2: know. Because like, Dr.
1: Satan's not needed. Right. And especially, and when we get to Devil's Rejects, I mean... That whole s- plot just completely falls away. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's not, not yeah Which, yeah, I, I completely share your thoughts on that.
2: Yeah, it's just, it is a, a letdown. But because, like, all the lead up, like, Otis looks badass at the end mm-hmm. of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, the True. ladies in the white. And I do think them getting put into the coffin, lowered down. The weird right. chanting and lowering the lantern. Yeah. Like, I think all of that looks cool. And it's just, like, where it goes, you're like, oh, no. okay.
1: Yeah okay agreed.
2: still love this movie I do I feel like mm-hmm. I'm dogging on it a lot. I like this movie. The ending is is a, a letdown. I do like Captain Spaulding and that pink Cadillac at the end. oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> speaking of Captain Spaulding again he does have some sick t-shirt game also he, in this yeah. film mm-hmm. uh, there's one there that, there is another thing I wrote down <laughs> one of his shirts. Uh, I believe it. it says, uh, pigs is beautiful. Yeah, when the mm-hmm. cops come to Can interview I try? him. Mm-hmm. Really like that. And then when he's, I believe when he's, when he picks up uh, the lady at the end, he has something with a hot dog and a bun on a shirt, but I can't remember what the words are. You, you <laughs>
2: just saw the phallic energy. Yeah. Do you guys
1: like the title song?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I, I really, i sorry, I've already talked about it, but but I, I love the music in this movie. Like, mm-hmm. it works for me.
2: And I something else we have not talked about. I love the horror host. Uh, oh. That's caught in. I I greatly enjoy because Wolfenstein. This is, yeah, this Dr. is Dr. Wolfenstein's yeah.
1: creature feature. So this show.
2: is happening on Halloween Eve and Halloween yeah. Day. Yep. So you keep getting these little vignettes of yep. Dr. Wolfenstein.
0: A callback to like Halloween. Mm-hmm. You know how you know they structured that movie with the the <laughs> horror. Marathon going on. Yeah,
2: but I I like that that's a thing that keeps playing throughout Mm -hmm. it. It's very nice. And I know he's aping it again from from Carpenter, but I like it a lot.
1: Yeah. This is a movie I greatly enjoy. Thanks for letting me uh, go on about it and for you guys watching it with me. It's a nice revisit.
2: you're never, Nolan, forcing my hand to watch Sherryman's movie ever. That's not a thing you could do to me that I wouldn't do to myself.
1: Except for thirty one, no, I mean, we'll watch thirty one together. Yeah, I, I would right. watch
2: it again. I freaking Richard Break. I love that man, so I will. I will do it for for. I'm down for some break and for break. I'll do it all day. The
1: break, the break, zombie combo.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love Rob Zombie though. I really do.
0: Mm-hmm. I wish he would make a good movie again. It's been a while. I
2: would really. You know what? I want him to do. Something totally different. I want him to do like a sci fi or a western, do some other genre because I I want to. I think he could do a really cool. I mean, because Devil's Rejects is, I mean, it's already dusty, mm-hmm. pseudo western, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I definitely, and
0: he's definitely like the last
1: hour of Three from Hell. Yeah. He's trying to do I, a western, I definitely which is believe- my favorite part of that movie. Oh, yeah, I love the second half of the movie. I'm just gonna we, say it,
2: which we've I mm-hmm. think we talked about it for thirty minutes on yep. an episode that was not about that movie. <laughs> but I yeah, once you get away from crazy baby and it's just down Mexico, it gets good. But yeah. You know what? Real quick before we leave, I am gonna ask you Mary Ooh. Fuck Kill. Yes. Just please. real quick. All right. So I'm baby's not included, I'm sorry. That's well, it's too easy. But you'd
0: think it would be like the, the three mains.
2: I mean, we can do that. That's fine.
0: No, no, no. You go with what you got.
2: I'll do that next. We can have a twofer. It's fine. So, Baby, Otis, Spaulding. Marry, fuck, hill.
0: For this movie?
2: For this movie.
0: I'm gonna marry Captain Spaulding. mm -hmm. I'm gonna fuck Baby. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna kill Otis. And put him out of his albino misery. So he can come back as a crusty hillbilly cowboy.
2: I'm marrying Baby... That laugh Baby.
0: would drive me crazy.
2: I would deal with it. <laughs> I would deal. I'm marrying Baby. I'm going to fuck Spaulding. I'm killing Otis. What
1: do you got,
2: I don't want any part of Otis
1: okay. in this movie. This is really tough for me because it really pains me to say because I love Captain Spaulding so much. But I'm going to marry Baby as well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to kill Captain Spaulding. No, what? What? I'm sorry. Let me. Can I re restart here? You can restart whatever
2: you need to. No,
1: I'm I'm marrying Otis. What? <laughs> I'm effing baby, and I'm killing Captain Spaulding. Explain. Yeah. Okay. Well, effing baby, obviously. We
2: go, you don't have to explain that. Part. Sure.
1: <laughs> I'm marrying Otis because, logistically, I'm not gonna be able to kill him. If I try to kill him, I will die. Logistically. So I need to join forces with him. So that way I'm going to be safe. Captain Spaulding is the most terrifying for me because he seems like just this very jolly individual. But then you find out at the end, this guy's pretty badass. Dark. And he's going to get you. He's badass from the beginning. He kills them them robbers who rob. Right. But I'm saying like he's part of the bad guys. All
0: right. You don't know that in this film, At the end, you do. No, you don't. She's, what
2: do you mean? She Otis is in she notices in his back seat, it. oh, but it's, it's ambiguous. No, so to me it was ambiguous because I whenever okay, okay. I first saw it, I thought they were both gonna die. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought they were both dying. I guess. I thought it, that Otis. Was there's
0: like, no look. It it like zooms into Otis.
1: That's fair. In the back seat, you never see Spalding react. For some reason, for me, I always thought that sh- he was part of it. So that's yeah. just a. I mean, it's he is. different. No, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I know, but say, by the sequel. Right, I'm just saying, like, yeah, so when first I saw him. for me.
2: Well, let right, me right. tell
1: you why I would
0: marry Spaulding. <laughs> I think I'd have a lot of fun working in that amusement park. Like, we would just hang out. We, I would have jokes with the little guy as
1: well. We'd be talking about, like, Little Dick Wick. It'd be fun times. Mm-hmm. Now... If you're asking me if you changed it up like with Dickwick involved, I mean I'm marrying him. You're gonna marry little <laughs> Dickwick, like the robber who robs?
2: Or no, little guy.
1: I'm sorry, little guy. I get it mixed up. You know, these <laughs> things happen. What was your original, Mel?
2: Okay, so originally I was gonna say, would you rather fuck Doctor Satan? Or sorry, I always go, I always lead with that. Would you rather fuck <laughs> Marry, <laughs> Sorry, Marry, fuck kill Doctor Satan tiny or the slug thing
1: i mean i'm marrying tiny no matter what <laughs> we're gonna have a strong sweater game together like we'd be so cute just going out together
2: little matching yeah
1: it'd be great we'd have agatha Christie. you'd have cereals. like
2: t-shirts that like i'm not yeah. that stupid that's right 20 and mm-hmm. a- <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i i would design some sweet t-shirts with my if little floss, yeah turn to
2: the property of nolan tuck that's right it's like mm-hmm. nolan tuck
1: yeah <laughs> It'd be great. Um, okay, then. Uh, oof. Okay, I'm gonna f the
2: the pink the guy.
1: anal face man Correct. because that seems just go for it in the face there and then some viable hole and then I'm gonna uh, kill <laughs> Doctor Satan. Okay, he's just an
0: evil doer. I agree with Nolan. Oh. my! My answers are the exact same. Look at
1: that.
2: For the same reasons. No, it's the same. <laughs> mine's the same. Mine's the nice. same. I don't want that... I don't want Dr. Satan anywhere near me with all that metal and That's a lot its on. sharp edges. I don't want to marry him. I'm marrying Tiny, and I actually think it'll be really nice. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: Dr. Satan should be killed, yeah. not only in this weird fantasy you've constructed, yeah. but also on the editing room floor of yeah. this film.
2: I agree.
0: Should have
1: killed him. Should
2: have stayed in the amusement park and never... Tiny left.
1: is a sweet boy, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean... Look, he's a, he can't help who his family is. You okay. see that tenfold in Devil's Rejects. That's right.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, guys, sorry. I made it sleazy, but that's what I do here. Yeah, I liked it. So.
1: It was great. All right. Well, this has been great, We're guys. trying to earn our iTunes E rating. Can something. say
2: something? You,
1: explicit. you
2: need to not... If you're going you to ask these
1: questions...
2: You need to quit talking about a mouth being a viable hole. It is so upsetting every time I edit. You're
0: asking about these creatures.
2: Well, it's these not, are
0: hard decisions. Normally,
2: it's not creatures. To be fair, it's just people. Out <laughs> it me.
0: has been the
1: last few times.
2: Well, Nolan, you want to take us home? Yeah,
1: we need to. We need to get out of here. Okay, <laughs> this has been great. Uh, we're Cinema Parlor. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Spotify, SoundCloud. Uh, you can find us personally on Twitter at Cinema Parlor. Uh, you can find me at Chuck Madden Jr. on Letterboxed. I am s 84 on Letterboxd.
2: I am Plastic Werewolf on all social media that you can search, probably.
1: Absolutely. Melanie, thank you for being on the episode with us. Thank you for all you do for us. She's our producer. She's our editor. She runs the show. She does it all. Co-host. Whatever not a co-host um, co-host I'm I'm really mad about how you really ruined the beginning of our episode how so what did I you. do it's fine I don't remember what did I do <laughs> you've already <laughs> forgot
0: drink up say goodbye <laughs> tricks and treats for all
1: We're
2: getting Dr. Out of here. Santa peace out y'all you're all out, getting y'all. sticks of gum goodbye I remember goodbye.
1: You're the one
0: who made my dreams come true A few kisses ago I remember you You're the one who said I love you too Didn't you know
1: I remember And stars that fell like the rain